as we proceed to give you what you need. Refresh, motherfuckers. Refresh, motherfuckers. As we proceed to give you what you need. Refresh, motherfuckers. Refresh, motherfuckers. Welcome back. This your boy, Dub. And this C. And this is Refresh Podcast. Bro, we back again for another episode. How you feeling, man? Hey, man, I am great, actually. You know, your boy just had a birthday, so, you know. Yeah, man. Happy gotta, birthday. Got to clap it up for me, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, damn. That's what we're doing? Okay. Cool. I, I, I didn't know. I, I thought you get claps for your birthday. See, people nah, listen. You, listen, nah. listen. Listen up, people. Listen, listen. Let me, let me, let me educate you on a few things, right? Hey, you uh, in the event that you have friends like this, you don't need enemies. You're good. They, they're, they're your friend and your enemy, right. and you got to keep their ass very close. Mm. So, yeah. But, yeah. no, I, I had a birthday, and uh, it's pretty amazing that, you know what I'm saying, the C42, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I, we I don't, t- I don't oh, mind telling people how old oh, I am. Oh, we telling, we telling ages I know now. I don't sound like I'm 42. I don't look like I'm 42. How you? How do you sound <laughs> black, like you're 42? Black ain't cracking over here. Hey, you talking about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how you sound like you ain't 40? Like you 42? How does that I mean, sound? I don't. I don't even know. But I get people tell me this all the time. You know what I'm saying? I had somebody uh, in my regular nine to five. They told me that uh, they thought I was 27. 27. They said 27, bro. You know I what? was like. Uh, I don't know if they was flirting. I I, I don't I don't know. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know how to take that. But I but I did take it as a compliment overall. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's definitely a compliment. You know what I'm saying? No, no matter how you look at that, that's definitely a compliment. Niggas be age shaming. I be hating that man. Yeah, every yeah, time yeah. every time I, 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 I don't go know to why they do that. I, did I tell you this? I had went into Walmart a couple of weeks ago and I was buying some beer and this guy was like, uh, you sure that's you? And I was like, What you mean is that me? He's like, You look young. I'm like, do I at least look old enough to buy a beer, bro? Like, are you serious? Are you serious right now? He's like, I'm just saying, you just look in, young. In the, I'm like, in the in the famous words of uh, this guy I know um, named Benjamin Fresh, uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, I'm not no, really happy sure birthday, man! Happy birthday! You know, my birthday uh, is right around the corner, man. Yeah, it is. It's around the corner, and so uh, how you feel about that? Hey, man, you know, I'm just happy to be here for another day. Another day above ground is always good. Yeah. You dig? Yeah, um, that's what the I old re- folks say. I really don't celebrate my birthday like that, though. Like, nah. I, like, I celebrate. I like to I, I, I like to have uh, it, my birthday acknowledged, but I'm not one of those, nigga, we got to go out. Nigga, we doing this, we doing that. I've never been that type of person. Uh, oh, okay. I know some I people gotcha. that feel like, you know, if you don't go out for them with them for their birthday, then you are a horrible friend. And oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I've had that experience. Well, it's not me personally, but I know I know um I know this one person and they was like extremely pissed off and I was like, yo, it's not that serious, but I get it. <laughs> I didn't I didn't feel like it was that serious. I mean I I, I get that they wanted to celebrate their birthday right. and the whole nine, but you know, they was like I can't believe that bitch ain't. Really? I was, I was like, 
Okay, I thought that that was your best friend. Like, that's my bestie. That's my best. <laughs> right, that's my best friend. That's my best friend. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I was like, damn. She was like, you know, I always be turning up with her and everything. She, you know what I'm saying? She couldn't even turn up with me. She went out with some other bitch. I don't be understanding like, that, man. Okay. Like, I, I, I guess we just, I guess we just different, man. Like, you know, yeah, I, I love, yeah. I love that. Well, for for the most part, we always used to hang out with the fellas, man, for our birthday. Um, oh, yeah, we got it in. Yeah, like you always was the birthday that always started off everything. Correct. And so I hate how niggas' birthdays, how niggas be like, oh, my birthday's coming up. And it's like your birthday sneaks up on you every year. And it's like, dude, you knew that your birthday was coming up. So that's how I am about Mother's Day. Like, I get so stressed out about Mother's Day and my mom's birthday because I'm like, I knew that Mother's Day, why does Mother's Day always sneak up on you? Be like, God damn, Mother's Day is this weekend? Hold, hold on. I want to make sure I heard you right. Your mom's birthday is around Mother's Day? No, 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 it's not. I just use oh, okay, Mother's okay. Day. I, I got you. you just, I just as an example. Yeah, I just use okay, that as an example. I got you. Like, my I got mom's you. birthday and Mother's Day is always, like, I get, like, when May 1st You're comes, saying both of them sneak up on you. Um... Well, actually, my mom's birthday doesn't sneak up on me. Mother's Day does because I'm like, gotcha. I'm in a whole nother world. Um, and I feel like, you know, I just wish that like Mother's Day was uh, Mother's Day was a date. Because oh, oh, OK, OK. You're saying that you wish it was the same day every year. Right. Like it was the same. I got you. Like it was the same day every year, like like a date. Because if you have a date, let's say Mother's right, Day right, right. is no, like no, no. May, totally May 10th, it. then it's like that shit it's could be in the middle of right. a, two, a Tuesday right. or Wednesday. <laughs> right. And then you distress because right. like Mother's Day is always what? Second Sunday of the yeah, month? Second Sunday. And so then it's like you already know like it's going to be on a Sunday. You got to pick your mom up. You got to pick this restaurant. Yeah. She going to be on one. She want to feel like she's being taken care of and all this shit. Mm -hmm. and, I'm cool with all that, but it just always is like, cause I'm always having to like be mindful of like, my like my, why Sunday, right? My mom, <laughs> my wife. That's a good um, question. That's my a, grandma's. That's a great question. They 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 all dead and gone. Well, I'm see, sorry to hear both that. of my yeah both of my grandmas dead. So I um, Man, what you said that was like what you just like you just ran right over that. Well, you know, grandparents for me it's just out of sight, out of mind. I don't really have you know okay. how some folks I have get, like that. That's my that's my Mima or whatever they oh, say. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah. have I never yeah. really had that relationship with my grandparents because I've never met my dad's father. Okay. And my mother's father, um, he died when I was six. Wow. So when it comes to pawpaws, I don't really know. I got you. So and when you just never had that experience really. Nah, and then all my, it was with your mom and your dad? Uh yeah. I mean okay. it was just that's, so I, that's crazy. You know how some folks' grandparents is damn near their parents. Right, 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 right. That's um, that's news to me. So you know, this is like me getting to know you all over again, <laughs> or just getting to know you even more. So, thank you for uh, sharing that. Yeah, I really I, appreciate. I fuck with it. my grandparents the long way though. The yeah, long yeah, way. I got you. Yeah. So, <laughs> far as me, um, growing up, just on the topic of grandparents, uh, I only had three grandparents growing up. Mm. So. I had my mom's mom, which was my grandmother, right on, on my mom's side, and then I had both grandparents on my on my father's side. Um, I think my grandfather on my mom's side, I think he passed like I was like an infant or like 
two or three, somewhat, somewhat like a toddler. I was either an infant or or a toddler, and that's when he passed. Damn. But they got pictures where I was alive, and you know what I'm saying? He was, you know, holding me or whatnot. But mm-hmm. it was like somewhere right in between that time frame, you know right. what I'm saying? Not shortly after or whatever, I'll say. Uh, he passed away or whatever. So I don't remember I don't remember him. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as my mom, uh, my mom's mom, um, she was my grandmother, and we called, we referred to her as Nanny. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then, for as my dad's uh, mom, we uh, referred to her as Grandma Maud. Oh, okay. So you know what okay. I'm saying? She she was man that was my heart right there you yeah. know what i'm saying now don't get me wrong both my both my grandmothers was like we was really really close yeah but uh and i was more close with my mom's mom more than i was my father's mom but me and my father's mom um my my grandmother my grandma we got close as i was like a teen going mm-hmm. into adulthood mm-hmm. so it was a little different you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and then my grandmother um on my mom's side my nanny um she was uh she had gotten uh, Alzheimer's. Right. So I, you can't really bond with somebody like that because they don't mm-hmm. really know you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They remember they remember you. They're, mm-hmm. They have thoughts. You can interact with them, mm-hmm. but it's they're not really there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, And that had been the case for like a, a nice amount of time. So, right. Yeah, but um, yeah, man. But I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. But thank you for sharing that with me. Man. Yeah, man. You know, we we get, we, 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 we get, family, family. We family, now. family. We get sentimental on this shit. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, it could exactly. be, it could be the, it could be the Ciroc, or 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 just you, you, <laughs> you know what that you mentioned that uh this is not this is should, I guess this should be a part of uh black on black but um this VS uh is really nice. I don't normally drink cognac. Right. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fan. But this is really smooth yeah, right here. This is smooth. I like it. The Ciroc like uh, VSOP uh, yeah. brandy cognac. That yeah. shit is. That shit is nice. So it could be that. But yeah. carry on. Okay. As, okay. as, as you were. <laughs> <laughs> so let's keep things moving. We, we're believers, and you know everything starts and ends with God. So. So go ahead. Let's get right get into it. So yes, today's morning message. Today's morning message is going to be from Lamentations, and that's Lamentations three twenty two and twenty ah, three twenty two and twenty three. So we are here. It is because of the Lord's mercy and love and kindness that we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not; they are new every morning. Great and abundant is Your stability and faithfulness. Um, so for me, that is, uh, we, we know that the Lord is never going to fail us, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He's never going to put you in a situation that he hasn't already prepared you for right. or that he's not, um, trying to grow you. Right. Right. So for me, you know what I'm saying? It's just always, it's just a, another piece of assurance where, he has his hand on you mm-hmm. and that you're covered. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So whether it be you stepping out on faith, trying to do a new business, for example, this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, you could be somebody starting a new T-shirt business or, you know, somebody that's um, you trying to um, do a new uh, investment situation where maybe you want to try and get you some vending machines, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
because um, that's actually a pretty lucrative situation too. Mm-hmm. Um, once you get a few of them under your belt. Um, but the whole thing is that you know he's definitely got you. He wouldn't put you in a position where he's not gonna grow you. Um, and as long as you believe and you put him first, you know what I'm saying. That's that's kind of like how what that means to me. Um, you know, you guys are more than welcome to um, comment in the uh, comments and let us know what y'all think and how y'all apply that to y'all lives. Right. What do mean? What, nah, what that so, mean for you, bro? So for me, man, um, I look at it like this. I look at it like every day you get an opportunity to reset. You get an opportunity to refresh, refresh, Come on, man. refresh. Check, check you out. Um, and I think that um, it, it, it goes without saying that, like, you know, once you establish uh, God as being in your life and he's the foundation of your life, you're going to always be able to be sturdy or rocky and be able to still have something to fall back on. Mm. Um, so every morning you get an opportunity to get it right. So I think that a lot of times people focus on yesterday and what they couldn't accomplish yesterday. But then just be grateful that you have an opportunity to get it right the next day. Right. So if you right. fall, get back up, you know, and just be able to rely on the fact that, like, God has you. There's nothing that you're going through at this particular moment in time that you are not built for. You're made for these mm-hmm. moments, and you're made to be able to get through these things. So um, when you are going through these tough times in your life, life just seems like it ain't really working the way that you want to work, uh, that you that you feel that it should be going. Mm-hmm. Just fall back. Mm-hmm. Rely on the Lord. Know that he got you. Know that his mercies are renewed every morning. Come on now. And so everything that it is that you got going on, everything that's for you, it's going to be for you. Yep. So if you wasn't able to get through where you are, get to the point to where you are right now, then just know that like everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. and that he's always going to be there to have your back. Yep. Make sure that you always uh, rely on him and, and establish him as your foundation and you'll be all right. Yeah. It's always a silver lining. You know what I'm saying? Like we was like I mentioned before, um, in one of the other shows that we did, we were talking about um, you know, you having a glass that's half full, you got the glass that's half empty, you know what I'm saying? It's all perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I'm just happy to have a glass because it could be some people that ain't even got the glass. They ain't even at the table. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's a, it's just all perspective and just being able to take yourself outside of your situation mm-hmm. and reevaluate that thing and say, you know what I'm saying? I've come this far. And if I know, if, if I know that I've come this far, I ain't come by myself. He had me the whole time. He ain't bring me this far to let me go. Right. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah, man. Morning message. Appreci- complete. Appreciate that, Pastor. Pastor, Pastor C. You gotta hit that button, man. <laughs> Pass the C. <laughs> Got jokes. Yeah. So, um, here's another part of what we what it is that we do. We're gonna go ahead and do top five. Uh, that's one of my favorite parts of the show. So let's get ready to get into it. Top five. Top five. Top five. Whoa. Top five. <laughs> Y'all this ready? This week's top five. Y'all man, ready? But <laughs> I don't think they're ready, bro. I don't think that they're ready. Man, listen, if you grew up in the, any time in the 80s, and if you grew up in the 90s, nine times out of 10, you're going to be one of the people that these shows resonated with. Mm-hmm. I mean, we might be telling on ourselves. I already you, told you, you already, I'm 42. You already told here. on yourself. But at the end of the day, 
you could be 35. You still going to know about these shows because they were the truth. So this week's top five is classic, iconic TV shows between the 80s and the 90s. Oh, shit. You already know. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Turn me up. Turn me up. Talk your shit, son. All right, so uh, let me see. You want to go first or I go first? Or you want... Man, everybody should know what the first one is. Like, if you don't know what the first one is, something is wrong with you. He might be in jail right now. <laughs> but I'm just saying. So you're doing, you're doing, we, you're doing we one know, through five. We oh. know right. who the first one is. Right. It's got to be that Cosby show. Man, the Cosby show, man. Besides the content on the Cosby show and the actual uh the, the format of the show, what was your favorite part of the show? Uh you know what? I can't even front, bro. Uh for a long time I would get so caught up in the way that the show comes on. The theme music. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The uh the way that everybody was they they play the music and they vibing. Mm-hmm. Right, they vibing, they dancing, doing a little two step, doing a little jig or whatever, you know. And then, um, you know, it just was different, you know what I'm saying. And I like that he gave you a bit of who he was as far as his taste in music, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Everybody knows that Bill Cosby loved jazz music, we know that that was who he was to his core, right? right? Mm-hmm. But he gave that to you in. The um, and the theme music as it came on. Yeah, you know that was saying? pretty cool. I, 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 it was one of my favorite ones. Uh, th- this particular uh, time frame uh, era of the Cosby Show. This particular this particular one was my favorite. Uh, where he hit you with that. This is the best elevated music I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I love that man. So yeah, yeah that was that's that's number one. Okay. Uh. And and keeping it in the family, again that the number two. This man hit you for number one and number two. Yes, Bill Cosby hit me for number one and number two. A different world. Ah, a different world. You I, you, I, you I can't what, go wrong. I with see a what you're world. doing over there. You know what I'm saying? And like I said before, it was the theme music, bro. The theme music had you like captivated. I bet you can't sing the theme music. Come on, man. I bet you can't sing it. Come on, man. Are you really trying me right now? I'm trying you. I bet you can't sing it. I know my parents <laughs> love me. Yeah. Stand behind me. You don't even know it. I realize yeah. that I'm really focused on oh, my goal. Okay, well, okay. If you dish it, oh, we shit. can take that it. That nigga knows we the can words. Take it. Is this a different world? Uh, uh, yeah. it's, it's a, a different, different world Than where you come, come from, from. Yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> man, I can't believe you just tried me, man You made me sing to these folks but, uh, Hey, man yeah. Hey, man, it I is wanted to see is, how you, I, was, I wanted to see what, what the vibes were we do on Refresh Podcast We get y'all I wanted to see what the vibes were <laughs> That's what we do right. So, yeah, man Moving along Number three and this might brings this might be controversial for some people because they're gonna be like, "Hold on, you just gave us two 
very urban shows. Mm-hmm. How did you go from there to that? <laughs> I'm just, like that. It's just me because these are the shows that I'm telling y'all that resonated with me the most. That third show, The Wonder Years. Oh, nigga. Man, bro. Kev was that dude. Kev was that dude. I'm sorry, man. Y'all can hate me if you want to, but it is what it is. But you're going to put some respect on my name when you do it. That's all I'm going to tell you. Uh, the Wonder Years, man. Uh, ben I Savage. Fuck with, I fuck with the Wonder Years. That dude, that dude, man, he he did his thing, man. He, I, The reason why I like that show so much mm-hmm. is because two different things, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, it was the time frame that it was set in. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a really, really uh, trying time. It was, mm-hmm. it was very, it was almost like a tribulation period, but, but, but not as bad. Right. But at that time, you would have thought that that's what it was, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you didn't know what the future had had in store. Right. Um, you know, you got the you got the situation going on. Um, that's that's creating and, and starting to you know bubble over as far as uh, Vietnam and all of that. Right. And then you know the whole hippie movement and stuff. Um, but this show is going on during this time frame and this kid going through puberty and starting to like girls and having issues in school and whatnot and slowly becoming into um, the adolescent years when you, when you become a teen and. You just start to get out there, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, and you know you're not really sure if you if you thinking wrong, if you're doing wrong, but you're just going through the motions, right? You right. know what I'm saying, and it, and it took you through all of those emotions. This guy, um, I forget who who it was that was the writer for the show, but uh, man, the dude's content was amazing, just to captivate me that early and be able to. It was almost kind of like I felt like I was looking in the mirror, so to speak. Um, even though I was, you know, black, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm I'm still a guy though. Yeah, I'm still yeah. a guy going through these emotions. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It. I feel it. Granted, it's not the same setting, but right. I'm still going through these same emotions. Uh-huh. Whether I'm dealing with a with a chick right. in school, or I got this bully, you know what I'm saying? In mm-hmm. school, mm-hmm. so forth, so on. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. Right. Um. So that's why it resonated with me. Right. Hmm. Um. And then you got number four. Number four is technically speaking still around. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons. I see that. You, I mean, it's a cartoon, but it's still a sitcom. Mm-hmm. And it's still relevant. Yep. It's always been relevant. It was a little racy initially when it came out. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was it was racy. It was it, it was they was pushing the envelope with mm-hmm. a lot of different things that they mm-hmm. would talk about on the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I really liked the way that out of nowhere they started to uh bring in the different celebrities or whatnot. Yeah. They would make you know, they would make the celebrities, then they would have them do the voiceovers or whatnot. That was really dope how they did that. And um I just felt like that show was always been like iconic and and still is, and it's just great to see Matt Goring go from the guy who initially started it. Um, I want to say it was like 1982 or something like that. Uh, I think it was 89. And I'm sorry, 89. I'm tripping. Not not 82, but I was thinking 92, but mm-hmm. it was 89. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so in 89, that first episode aired, 
and it's just been doing numbers ever since. Um, and the last show that I got is uh, this was uh, was gonna be, take it back to you know what I'm saying our neck of the woods, and that's family matters. Mm. Because it does, man. Family matters, man. Wow. You know you what? Know what I'm I I I I see your list, and uh, I can appreciate your list. Yeah, I can man. I can appreciate your list. But go ahead with your family matters. But I'm but but I'm I'm gonna let you finish. You know, but Beyonce I, was the greatest of all time. But go ahead. <laughs> Do my Kanye shit. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> This this guy, man, if somebody don't please shoot him. Lord <laughs> Jesus. But nah, um, Family Matters, man. I I I dug Family Matters because um I was basically I was Urkel. Mm. I was Urkel. A lot of people don't know this about me, but I was Urkel. I was the nerdy guy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um I was I didn't look nerdy, but I was. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I was like the fine line in between him and Stefan Arkell. Yeah. Um I can see that. I didn't get a lot of play with the ladies and nothing like that. Um, but when I did, I turned up on them and it was like, hold on a second, who is this? <laughs> it's Stefan Arkell. Yeah. Hey, like the dude about... was just smooth, man. Yeah, he, How was. he made that transition from being Urkel to um, I went from being Steve to Stefan, so I thought that was pretty dope. Um, yeah, man, and the dude could hoop. That was the thing that just was like, okay, yeah, he gonna give you that business. You can clown him all day about how you yeah. wear them suspenders, but boy, he man, get you he on could, that court. Man can hoop. He gonna shoot your eyes out. Hey, so you know, um, I like how they implemented the life lessons in it. You know, what I'm saying from. Say no to drugs, to, you know, you ain't got to follow the crowd, to, um, you know, you had bullies. And then, I mean, just every little thing that you could think about, they, they, they went through those motions. Um, I, one, one, of the, one of my favorite ones was one where um, they went off to boot camp. Mm -hmm. That was, <laughs> yeah, that that was a really good one. And so for me, when I went off to boot camp, it was like, is this going to be that same way? <laughs> now, it was like, it, granted, that was TV, mm -hmm. but to some degree, it was that times 10. Right. You know what I'm saying? Is that the popo? Yeah, it sounds like it's the popo. What, what you done did, bro? <laughs> hey. Yeah, it let you know we really out here in these streets, people. So, you know. Um, But yeah, man. Well, uh, well family we had, matters, man. So that's coming in number five. So we have very... Similar yet different, and I can't believe that you didn't have some of what I have. I can't believe that you don't have some of what I have on your list. Um, and I damn near think that it's blasphemy that you don't have what I have on my list. And when I tell you what I have on my list, you're gonna be like, "Hmm." So I'm gonna tell you my five, my top five, and then I'm gonna give you a few honorable mentions. Okay. Okay. So um, obviously. Um, at number one, I'm going to go with The Simpsons because for all of the reasons why you said what you said, Simpsons came out in 1989. We was young lads. We was, uh, you know, 
uh, it was a cartoon that had like an adult feel. Mm-hmm. It was adult content. You had mm-hmm. Bart Simpson. He was doing crazy uh, adolescent shit that we felt like we wanted to get away with that we know that we couldn't really get away with. You had oh, yeah. the dad that just was like a fucking dummy Dope. who... <laughs> who who was just doing all type of crazy shit. Then you had Marge who was like everybody's and she she exuded all of those qualities that like most people felt like their moms had. Mm-hmm. Um then you had Lisa uh who was just Lisa was just always fucking weird to me. And then you had Maggie the baby. Um which which is crazy because like when we kind of fast forward when we kind of fast forward to um uh the Family Guy, which is to me, the fucking Simpsons on crack. Yeah, it's a spinoff. It's got to be a spinoff. Uh, but they made it a lot more darker to me. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go Simpsons at number one. Okay. Uh, number two. Uh, number two. And the reason why this is number two and not number three is because this one, in my mind, came out before this one. So number two is the fucking Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And I can't believe that you didn't have the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on your top five. Unbelievable. But that's okay. It's your top five, and I'm going to let your top five live. Now, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was just iconic in so many ways. It was Will Smith, uh, you know, uh, uh, Summer Summertime Will Smith, you know, the fucking rapper guy turned actor. And I just felt like when it came to, like, representation of the streets when it comes to the culture, mm-hmm. when it comes to the sneaker culture, when it came mm-hmm. to, you know, what we thought mm-hmm. we looked like, he was the epitome of that for oh, me. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, someone coming to Bel Air to live with his uncle mm-hmm. and his aunt in L.A. and just all of the things that he had to go through, all the obstacles, all the tribulations. And then obviously now, as we know now, they have a... um a show where they actually redid yeah, updated version. They actually uh, redid the uh, the show. Um, so number two, I got Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Number three, and this is just fucking blasphemy that you don't have this on your list. So I'm gonna blasphemy. Shoot your ass for this one. Number three, I got Martin, Martin, Martin. Girl, how y'all feeling, Martin? Nigga, I feel you, Martin. That was, that was the show. I, I, I you, feel you, but the whole thing is, in the event that my list is exactly the same as yours, are we gonna have a conversation to talk about? What do you mean your list is not the same as mine? I know that. That's the whole fucking point. That's what I'm saying. But I just can't believe that, like. We supposed to be brothers, and we, we don't are. even. We I'm I, but, giving you room to talk about shit. But these two, I'm like, I can't believe that you don't have these two. I'm giving you something to talk about. What you mean? All right, so <laughs> that's number three. Um, number four, I'm gonna go with Family Matters. Okay. So we got two out of the five the same. Like, gotcha. you know, I I've, I I'd never forget Family Matters used to come on Friday nights. They used to have this sitcom and this block together where it was called TJIF. TJ TGIF. Get it right now. And uh and so you had Family Matters that came on, and then it was um what was the then it was uh Wow, which on, which man. which is an honor which is which is an honorable mention, by you. the way. Um, which I'll talk about that. But but anyway, we'll 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 move on. 
Uh, so Family Matters, uh, mm-hmm. Urkel, all of those things that you talked about, I really fuck with Urkel. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel like I was Urkel, but mm-hmm. I understood his story, and I fucking love Laura. Yeah, she I was fucking fine. love Laura. She was fine. That was number four. And number five for me was the Cosby Show. Now, I love the Cosby Show, but like... I didn't feel like I connected with the Cosby show like some people felt like. I think that some people felt like the Cosby show was the epitome of what it, it did it, it it didn't connect with me. Mm-hmm. I think I thought it was entertaining, but I watched the Cosby show for fucking Rudy. <laughs> That's wow. what I was watching that shit for. I was trying wow. to figure out what Rudy was trying to get to it. And then wow. when Bud came on the scene, I was just like, who is this? Who is this nigga? <laughs> who is funny. this nigga Bud? <laughs> Bud. So at number five. So I go number one. Uh, will be Simpsons, number two, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, number three, Martin, number four, Family Matters, and number five, The Cosby Show. I got you. So, um, and so, so honorable mention, honorable mention, not that this is what we're doing, but honorable mention, um, Full House. <laughs> I, I, I had that. I, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. Full House, because that Full House was a part of that block on Friday. It was like you had Family Matters, then you had Full House. Yeah, that's, that's see that right. that right there. That's what that was. Right. So, so and it's then, all good. And then and then another and then last honorable mention, I will say Living Single. Mm. Living yeah, that's single. a good one. But we wasn't grown, so it was a little. That's why I did. Well, that's we the was, only reason. No, 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 no. I get it. It was a great show. Mm-hmm. I loved that show. But I, I wasn't a female, and I wasn't grown, so it didn't resonate with me the same way. I watched it because it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Okay, that well, was it. The fact, that, but the fact that you didn't have Fresh Prince and Martin, I just feel like that's just that in itself is just blasphemy. Oh, so so this is the thing. I'm right? I'm, be, I'm 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 giving you shit about it. But I, I'm just I know saying. you're giving me shit about it. That's 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 what makes that's what makes this a topic a, a conversation. So the whole thing is, don't get me wrong, I loved Martin, right? But I didn't get a chance to watch Martin like that because my mom didn't go for all of that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, and then, and then, majority of the time that Martin was airing, we was in church. So it was. Did you what feel it like was. that about your mom at that time? Oh like, yeah, I, I, I definitely watch. did. Cause, cause me getting the chance to watch Martin, I got to watch Martin every now and again. Like on the times that we didn't go to church or we didn't go to second service or whatever the case may be. But um, that's respectable. I get that. You know what I'm saying? It was what it was. Like when I got a chance to really get a feel for Martin, it was I was on the more so uh, teens right. years. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get to do it early in. You know what I'm saying? When he was making the, mm-hmm. tr- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But uh, as far as Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like I loved Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That was that was my show. Like. I, I again, I was Will Smith, just the opposite though. Mm-hmm. So it was like, as far as me moving to stay with my aunt, I moved to stay with my aunt, but instead of going to private school, I went to public school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was, you know what I'm saying? Because I, when I was with my mom, I was going to private school. Right. So you know what I'm saying? So it was just the opposite. And right. then I, and at the same time, I was the only black guy on the, on the basketball team. Mm. And then it didn't make it any worse that our colors were exactly the same. Wow. So I, hmm. I definitely, um, it resonated with me big time. But I was trying to give you something to talk about. That's what that. That's what this is. Mm. If okay. our list is always exactly the same, it's not going to be a No, I don't want it to sir. be the same. I just yeah, thought that. Yeah. I thought Come that on, two man. out of the five would be the same. Yeah, which yeah, which yeah, they were because yeah, we had symptoms in the Cosby Show. And if, well, exactly. actually, actually, it was three out of the, three. It was Come three on, out of five. So, on, you know. So we're doing good. We're doing, we're doing good. We're doing good. But, but at the same time, 
I always, I'm not sure if you're familiar with me saying this, but I've said this to several several people that when, when in reference to getting to know me, right? You get to know me, this guy, right? And then I always tell people when they, when they ask me, like, well, how did you get this far? Or why is your sense of humor the way that it is? Or why is your style of dress the way that it is? It's because my formidable years, I was around white people. Mm-hmm. I was fully engulfed. In, well, yeah, fully engulfed in white culture. Like mm-hmm. it was what it was. Mm-hmm. So the whole preppy look, button down plaid shirts and cargo shorts with the sandals or whatever the case may be, like that was a thing. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? Long sleeve, the um, what do they call those hoodies? The 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 knit hoodies. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. With the lines in them. Yeah. That was a granted. Black folks wore those too, but yeah. white folks wore those first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, that was a real thing. Well, I mean, truth. And I was in Alabama, of oh. all places. Wow. The, the deep south. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the country. So yeah, man. That's why um, those shows kind of resonate resonate with me the way that they do. Okay. Um, because like I said, I was. That's all I saw. I was mm-hmm. around that on a everyday basis. Right. Right. So no, I, I didn't really it. get a chance to explore my quote quote true colors until I came back to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like I'm from Atlanta, mm-hmm. but we moved away when I was in fourth grade. Yeah. yeah. Was down there from fourth, the the latter half of fourth grade, all of fifth, sixth, seventh grade, mm-hmm. and then we moved back right. just before going into eighth grade. Right. And then, you know, you got all of high school. So yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like literally Half and half. Okay. So yeah, man. But there's you know a little history lesson. A little history lesson. You know what I'm saying? A little something something. Right. So yeah. T B T. Truth be told, baby. Um Speak your truth. We always uh we always had these conversations. Obviously, as you know, uh, you know, we both are on two different sides of the spectrum. The spectrum. And um, you know, I'm married. I've been married for 15 years, but I'm not your average married guy. And whoever that is next door, what the hell they got going on? I don't on? know what y'all Jesus. got going on. Jesus. Um That's what happens when you're recording this sweet eight. <laughs> But I mean, I still have my feelings on the topic. But let's talk about like things we guys. So we mm-hmm. not women. So correct. Uh, if you feel a certain way, then ladies, you're more than welcome to come to the show. You're more than welcome to come to the show, or you could start your own podcast and you could talk about niggas. Like <laughs> correct. <laughs> um, but I want to to talk about like how we feel about shit that women do that dudes just we just fucking hate. Yeah. And so some of y'all actions, ladies, man, we can't do it. We just can't. And so, we're finna let y'all know exactly so, which actions those are. So basically for me, um, I'm very big on accountability. Okay. Oh, absolutely. So, um, I'm very big on accountability and I'm I'm a very punctual dude. Um okay. I will tell you all the time as we've had conversations offline, my wife and I, we go back and forth about this stuff all the time. Because I'm very big on, like, if you was wrong, you was wrong. Okay? Correct. Because if I'm wrong, you want me to make it very clear that I'm wrong. 
And you want me to basically fall on my own sword and say, baby, I'm so sorry I'm wrong. And so for me personally, one of the things that I hate, and this doesn't necessarily have to always apply to a woman because this could be niggas that do this too. Mm -hmm. um, it's just accountability. You know what I'm saying? If it's something that I bring to your attention and mm -hmm. I'm telling you my truth because, mm -hmm. keyword, it's my, my truth. truth. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, then I at least want you to at least validate what the fuck I'm saying. Give me an opportunity to express myself. And then if you disagree with it, that's that's fine. Right. But I don't like to focus and stay so much into intentions because that's one thing that I hate when women do. Well, my intentions was not to do this. Right. Your intentions right. mean nothing to me. Let's focus on what you actually did because I intend all the time not to fucking spend a whole bunch of money, but <laughs> it fucking happens. So when I'm when right. I'm short, when I'm right. short financially, I don't have the money that I need. It's because of some shit that I did that was on some dumb shit. Right. But my intentions was in my heart, or, or that's the other thing. Well, right. you know my heart. You know my heart. I'm like. I, I don't give a shit about intentions. Let's talk about what you did because that doesn't mean, just because your intentions is one thing doesn't mean that you actually, that didn't happen. Right, right, right. Yeah, man. Um, that's so funny that you say that. So it's it's like women are like, y'all are catch 22 all day, right? You damned if you do, you damned if you don't, right? The reason I say that is this. Similar to what you were saying, you know, to kind of piggyback off of that. It's like a woman has no problem immediately addressing whatever the issue is right then, right there in the heat of the moment, right? <laughs> but in the event that you have something to say about anything that she does, mind you, you might have waited a little while and then brought it to her attention later on down the line. Mm -hmm. You bring it to her attention, and what does she do? She's going to hit you with, well, you do it too, or you do this, and I don't ever, or she got something to say to, as she has something to say as a rebuttal. And it's like, come on now. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, give you true, honest feedback and communication about something that you do that I'm not feeling. It makes me feel some type of way. Mm -hmm. And I would like to get through this. Mm -hmm. I would like to get past this. Um, and you can't because she's steady trying to point the finger versus accept what I'm telling you. Right. And let's address whatever that is mm -hmm. and then move forward. Right. You're more than welcome to tell me about myself at any given point in time, and I don't have a problem with Because you do that anyway. Because she's going to do that anyway. That's the whole point. She's mm -hmm. going to do that anyway. Mm -hmm. But going out, out of the way to make sure that when I say something to you about whatever I'm saying, whenever that may be, you, got, you always got something in the holster, like you just waiting. Just waiting to pull the trigger on it. That that right there really burns me up. Mm. No, so that burns you up. Okay. Um, I think the other thing that too, man, that just um women, y'all just gotta be mindful of. You gotta be mindful of trying not to get so caught up into like sharing your intimacy with your female friends. Niggas hate being able to you be out and your female is looking at you sideways, your your friend looking at you sideways because 
they they know something about you <laughs> that you don't know that they know about you, but you sharing and telling secrets and having pillow talk with your females. Oh, wow. See, I've never had that experience because I mm. never got that deep into anybody. So, well, I mean, that, I even that doesn't mean that like. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what that's like, bro. That's kind of crazy right there. Well, I think that you, 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 we've had conversations about this before where you feel like, and again, this is coming from different, a different perspective. Um, you've asked me before plenty of times, man, why do, <laughs> maybe this is something. Oh, yeah. I'm, maybe, you know, I'm coming to you when, whenever I got some issues. Why do women be wanting to fucking talk all the time? Bruh. <laughs> All the damn time, and it's and it's crazy because I love to talk. I don't have a problem talking, but it's the setting and when they choose to talk, right? You know what I'm saying? Like we could be in the movie, mm-hmm. and it's one thing to be talking and we're talking about the movie, mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying? We're you know doing little antics here and there, you know from whatever might be going on in the movie, right? But it's something totally different to the movie's playing and then they hit you with, okay, so I'm going to tell you what I like about you and all the reasons why. And when I'm done, you tell me all the things that you like about me and and I'm like, hold on a second. What? You you do know there's a move uh, there's a whole movie playing right now right 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 like I I went and paid for this <laughs> like we're here now because of this right and so this is one of the main reasons why I don't like taking women to the movies like if I if we go to the movies it's because I know I ain't got to worry about your ass talking damn <laughs> I know it sounds crazy but it's but the then truth. you gotta also understand, it's the truth. man. I want to enjoy the movie for the movie, right? So, like, listen, I'm gonna be very critical, but I'm also try my best to give um, the the lens of the woman because I live with a woman. Oh, you got and to because if you I, don't, you're gonna you gonna, you gonna hear about it later. I feel like women just like to talk, and so you have to be able to give them opportunities and put them in positions to where they can get their shit off. Like mm-hmm. when it comes to the movies. That you know, ain't one of them. that ain't one of them. <laughs> and so for you, you have to let her know, like, look, like, you know, look, I'm here. We're enjoying the movie. But I listen, which is which is a, which is a big reason why I don't go to the movie. I try not to go to the movies with my wife. Got you. Because, you know, if, if it's a big Marvel movie or, you know, some t- some type of big blockbuster movie, I like to go by myself. Got you. Because I'm the nigga that likes to sit there. I want to get there early. I want to look at the previews, the okay. trailers, and all that shit. And okay. I'm not trying to answer a whole bunch of questions. Got and you. then I'm also, but then again, I don't have that problem because my wife will fucking go to sleep in the movie theater. <laughs> so, um, but no, like I, I I I feel you on that because it's it's like so. But you even had that problem at home. Like even when you watching movies at home. They right. always are trying to talk. Right, right. Um, yeah. No, I think another thing that too that uh you know, and and this is going to strike a nerve for any women that's listening, um because I'm gonna I give. I can't you- believe he said that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that's that's my, that's my woman voice. Right. So I know he. Why he saying it like that? Right. So I feel like um, you get women. You have heard this feedback all the time. Um, from most men, but we always are given the feedback that you always are complaining about something or you always Sunk. or always, as you like to put it, or like most men like to put it, you nagging about something all the time. And so for me, I will always say this is this. This is just me being constructive dub here. Uh, I understand 
that you have something that it is that you need, that you're trying to convey and something that you always want us to be mindful of. But as I say all the time, the same amount of energy that you are spending into complaining is the same amount of energy that you need to be putting into lifting up, edifying, Mm -hmm. supporting, encouraging that brother, letting him know that like at the end of the day, like I still have your back. I'm still going to be here. I'm not going to run away when shit get tough. And so I think a lot of times, because men, we are very, very simplistic in how we think, we focus on the things that you are talking about all of the time. Mm -hmm. And so if a man hears all the time that you are, you know, you never do this, you always do this, or you're speaking in absolutes, then for him, he's going to internalize that. Is there anything that I do that it, is there anything that I do that you actually appreciate? Because, again, if you was to spend the same amount of energy that you are complaining and nagging about, oh, my God, you are the best. You do this. You do that. <laughs> you know, I appreciate the fact that you help provide a roof over our head, you, that, that you always are consider. You always are thinking about me. You always are trying to make sure that, like, when you out, you are always considering and, and putting me first and thinking about me. Because at the end of the day, that's all a man wants is he wants to feel that's appreciated. It. He wants to feel respected. And he wants to feel like at the end of the day, you're going to be a ride or die and you're not going to leave him when shit gets tough. Exactly. And so when it comes to the complaining and the nagging shit, it's like spend the same amount of energy on complaining that you do on edifying and lifting that brother up. Mm-hmm. Man, it's so crazy uh, that you even said that. Um women need to edify us more, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it goes both ways. Oh, absolutely. But, and, right. and, and, and that was the point that I was getting ready to make, yeah. actually. We need, to, we need to do that on a daily basis with each other because, and, and I'm not saying that you have to be in a, relationship, in a relationship to do that. This needs to go on in our community as a people. Mm-hmm. I literally was just saying that today. Um, I'm going to read this, by the way, and this is just random as hell, right? Check this out. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with this little thing that they got going on now, right, on IG. They got these little status uh, um, quotes, right, where you can change it to whatever you want to change it to. Mm-hmm. And my homegirl has, black man, I love you. I'm proud of you. Keep going, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I reached out to her and I was like, oh, thanks, love. I definitely needed that, right? Mm-hmm. She hit me back and she said, you are so welcome and you deserve to be told that on a regular. Mm-hmm. And I was like, likewise, it should be a thing that we do for and to each other as a people. Yep. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, yes, absolutely. But the focus is you as a black man for this note, because I know that you get treated way differently than I do in this world. Mm-hmm. So you deserve all the love and praise. Mm-hmm. Like, you deserve it. Mm-hmm. That you deserve. You I mean, and at the end of the day, that's just something simple like that. That's that. That's enough for us to just... And again, this isn't us just trying to play victim. No, 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 to like, not at all. Not you at know, all. Because, because we do acknowledge that as being black men in America, there is a difference. Our life is different. Um, We are um, threatened and we, you know, we are, our our life expectancy is far different than other races just simply because that, that, the melanin, that that, that, it just, it it just is what it is. Right. But when it comes to our woman, 
Um, you know, we don't want to be coddled. We don't want you to treat us, treat us like a baby. But at the same time, I'm very big on, and you can speak for yourself, I'm very big on just keeping that shit balanced. You know, if, if, if you're going to be complaining about shit that I need to do better and things I need development in, then you also need to be letting me know that simultaneously, you know, there's some, a lot of shit that you need to work on, but at the same time, there is a lot of shit that you do that I appreciate. Right. And right. it needs to actually be verbalized and communicated because it's not one thing for us to be able to read your mind. And that's another thing too. Mm-hmm. Like women feel like you should just know. You should just know what I'm thinking. You should be able to, by the look on my face, be able to know what the hell I'm thinking. And nah, so again, we're not psychics. We're not psychics. We we don't read minds. We didn't graduate from the school of um, uh, what's the, what's the lady name? What's the, what's the what's the lady name? I'm drawing a blank. I don't know what you're talking Bruh, about. Um, the anyway, um, uh, yeah, man, no, that's <laughs> no. Well, I mean, and and again, no, see, this is this is this is where I get in trouble because I feel like I do have the ability to be able to read your mind, but also it's based in my own interpretation of what I think that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're going to if you're going to depend on my own interpretation as to what I think, then I'm going to always disappoint you. So for me, I've always felt like mean what you say, say what you mean, and make it very clear. And right. if you feel like you're treating me like a child because you have to actually uh, point it out and be very specific, then, okay, then treat me like a child. But I, but, yeah. but but trust me, you would rather like that version of me more than the version that you feel like I should know what to do. I should know that dinner should be ready when you come home. I should know you know, what it is that you was thinking. I should know that if you were looking at this particular site on the internet, that I should know these things, or I should know that when you come in the house, if I have this look on my face, I've had a bad day. You should be like, babe, how you doing? Why are you looking like that? What's happening? Like (laughs) I, 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 I can, I can only ask questions. I can only put myself in a position to set up a dialogue so that we can talk about what was going on. But that's the other thing too, is like men, we have the ability to read your mind, but then mm-hmm. I do think that there should need there needs to be a little bit of accountability to say, look, you know, because at the end of the day, for me, I'm going to speak my mind. If you ask me a question, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to either tell you I'm not in the mood to really talk about it right now, or I'm just going to tell you because I can't make you responsible for what goes on in my head. I just can't. Um, and I just think that for me, I struggle with that because I feel like that is something that, you know, just because you have to lay it out for me doesn't necessarily like it should not be a a game. Yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, um, yeah. I, again, man, unless Miss Cleo was your mom, that's the lady name, Miss Cleo. <laughs> unless Miss Cleo was your that's mama, you was your auntie, uh, you know, what I'm saying your grandmama or somebody like that, you ain't you ain't gonna have no type of um you're not going to have any skills when it comes to being psychic it's just not going to be there mm-hmm. and and last time i checked most men are physical we, we're we're very physical in, in 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 reference to how we communicate we very physical as far as you know we very visual oh, um, 100% like if you aren't speaking our language we don't hear you. 
We speak Martian in our bio. This is Martian 101 Made Easy. So if you got any questions on, you know what I'm saying, how to communicate with a man, this is this is the time that you need to be, like maybe you got something that you want to say and you're just not saying it right, so you want to figure out how to actually say that because I understand that y'all intentions are whatever they may be, but we don't go off intentions. We can only go off what we what actually happened. Mm-hmm. And in the event that you hurt our feelings or made us feel some type of way, we're going to address that shit. And we're going to tell you and let you know. And in the event that we do, we don't want to, well, you do. We don't want that. <laughs> well, in addition to that, I'll add one more thing before we, um, before, I don't know if you got anything else. Um, one thing I personally hate is that um, women bring up the past all the time. Mm-hmm. And and, and and again, when I say women, men probably do it too. But, Absolutely. But, but but we're speaking just from our experiences. So let correct. me just let me be politically correct, and let me just give y'all an opportunity to see that we're not going to just be biased just to the man side. But we are men, and if we have had situations that we have dealt with in relationships, then mm-hmm. we just going to speak on it. Correct. But I am a firm believer on if we spoke on something and we have moved on and we have a conclusion and resolution, please don't bring that shit back up later. <laughs> yeah. Don't hold that shit up to where it's like, cause, cause to me, I'm, I'm a firm believer of forgive and forgetting. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Well, I, I actually, I take that back. Yeah. I would say forgive. You may not necessarily forget, right. But you can forgive. You and, and, and I'm also a firm believer of just because, uh, I have forgiven you doesn't necessarily mean we have to reconcile. Correct. I can forgive you and stay and you stay in your corner and I stay in my corner. Right. So for me personally in relationships, I feel personally, you know, it's it's not fair to the person who you have forgiven to always bring up what it is that you did. And I feel like we cannot ever really grow if you were reminding me of my past. If I'm trying to look forward and trying to get to the next level of my life, I can't keep be can't be keep continue to be reminded by what you what happened in my past. Yeah, it's it's very hard to move forward and then every step that you, every three steps that you take, you got to take two steps back. You know what I'm saying? Or 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 for every four you taking two. It's going to be a long journey to, to to if you got a mile to go. You know what I'm saying? And last time I checked, being in a relationship is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Ah, welcome to the marathon. I mean, I'm not there yet. I just, I, this is something that I learned. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, yeah, man. So what would you say my, that you learned from being, one last take, what would you say that you have learned from being single? Uh... Oh man, one of the, one of the, one of the biggest things I've learned from being single is you need boundaries. Mm. You need boundaries. You have to have them. Um, they're for you and for them. Mm-hmm. It's more important for you to have them for yourself, but you need to have them for them too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it keeps you. I can't really explain it, but you just you need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you trust me, you do. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the event that you don't, they're going to think that they can just walk mm-hmm. and walk and walk mm-hmm. and walk all over you. Right. And they'll never really respect you in the long run. Right. And you need to be able to say, no, nah, I'm not going for that. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, 
Because in the event that you didn't have any boundaries, that's exactly how you're going to be. You're going to be a yes man. Mm. And no woman wants a yes man. No hey. woman wants that. They, they, any any guy. At least that's what that they say. Every, every, uh, right, right. I'll say this. That's what they say. Any guy that every time a woman asks for anything or comes to him for anything, he's, yes, 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 babe. Yes, yes. Before she can even get it out. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. man, you don't even know what I want. Right. Like, I ain't even got it out good. Yes. Like, yeah. You know what? I'm gone. Right. And then and then he trying to figure out what did he do? Right. It's you didn't have no boundaries. That's right. what it was. You didn't have no nuts. Right. It's some nuts, <laughs> nigga. <You know? laughs> so, so yeah, that's uh that's one thing, right? Uh I'll give you three. Um second thing that I learned was uh for us from being single was this, right? One of the main things that we as men focus on when it comes down to a relationship, um, to some degree, you think that if you perform a certain way, that that woman won't leave. Mm. Sex will, great sex will not keep a woman. Mm. And I'm not saying that, um, she won't hang around for a nice amount of time. She mm-hmm. definitely will. Mm-hmm. But it's it's going to be something way deeper than that that is going to come about. She's going to experience with this other guy and it's going to she's going to be out. And mm-hmm. it ain't going to be about it ain't, ain't going to have nothing to do with his dick mm-hmm. is bigger, mm-hmm. he fuck her harder or this mm-hmm. that, and the third. It's not going to have nothing to do with sex. Mm-hmm. It cuz cuz that ain't that's not the end all be all. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. And most women will vouch for that um, right. statement. Um, that's number two. Number three is even though a woman wants a man to be a manly man, mm-hmm. women want and need you to allow yourself to be vulnerable, right? And and emotionally available. One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? If you're not allowing yourself to be emotionally available to where you can actually connect and bond with that woman emotionally, mm-hmm. she ain't trying to build with you, bro. Yeah. She out. Mm. Wow. So, um, yeah. Well, I would just say just from the other side of the spectrum, the one the things that I have learned about being married is uh-huh. um, you, I, I am always, this is the one thing that like I will let people know when people say, well, what do you get out of being married? And I will always say, like, I have the I have had the opportunity to learn how to not think about myself. I think that is one of the reasons why um, God honors marriage so much mm-hmm. is because marriage is always um, built in you thinking about the other person. You don't have an opportunity and time to think about yourself because you're always thinking about the other person. Correct. And I think that it allows me to be able to always be considerate and thoughtful to other people because I have to, I have, I have a full time person that I have to consider all of the time. Right. And I think that if I was still single, I think that I still would have. Now, don't get me wrong. There is a blessing in being single. There are some Absolutely. people, there's some Absolutely. people who thrive and do very well, have good lives, have good careers. Mm-hmm. They have children. They have companies, cars, houses. They didn't secure that bag. All that shit. Um, but, but for it, me, but it was at a sacrifice, right? Too. But for me personally, I always feel like you know, there's some people who are built for the single life, and then there's some people who are built to be married. Absolutely. So for me, um, because I have always 
prided myself on being a very selfish person, not in a negative way, but selfish in the sense of I'm always going to do everything that I need to do to make sure that I put myself in a position to be successful. And when you are in a situation where you are courting and dating someone, you don't always have an opportunity to really consider that because you're always thinking about somebody else. Correct. Which is why some people who are trying to build big business, they can't because they're trying to build big business and they're trying to actually have a lady on the side. And unfortunately, when you, you can't do both at the same time, no, you, you can you can build something together, correct? But you can't build something individually and yeah. try to uh, be successful That's real. while trying to actually court and date someone, and that takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of energy. Yeah, say say that say that one more time. I don't, I don't think the people in the back heard you, bro. <laughs> Which part? The, the 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 part where you can build something together, right? But you can't do it by yourself, right? Like, yeah, like I two is always gonna be better than one. There you go. That's 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 the bottom line. Two's gonna always be better than one. So I would always encourage people: don't feel down because you're single. Don't feel down because you don't have nobody. If right. that's something that you're aspiring to 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 accomplish in your life, then that's one thing. But mm-hmm. don't feel like because you don't have that that you can't do things on your own. And so yeah. for me, I it has taught me to always be considerate of someone else. So Absolutely. I don't even know how to be selfish anymore because I'm always considering my wife. I'm always considering my kids. I'm always considering, you know, <laughs> I'm considering myself less. Well, I mean, that's that's the whole thing. And it's crazy because um, when you when you really sit back and think about it, right, we're both believers, right? Mm-hmm. And so if anything, you know, not to be off topic because this is actually on topic, but if you really think about it, big big picture perspective, right? The body of Christ is the wife, mm-hmm. right? We're the, we're the bride. That's what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All he ever did was think about us. Mm-hmm. The whole time that, you know what I'm saying, he was on the cross, he's, he's God. Mm-hmm. He could have literally came down and been like, man, I ain't putting up with this no more. Mm-hmm. I'm killing all you niggas. And, and, and snapped the finger and they could have been dead. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Could, I mean, he could have. Right. He could have, right? right? But it was about us. Mm-hmm. He saw the bigger picture. You right. know what I'm saying? The bigger picture. And so it was more important for the bigger picture to be able to be framed and put on the wall mm-hmm. so people could really really get it mm-hmm. gotcha so yeah man but uh yeah so uh next up is um instead black on black yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and go first um so i think that uh as we talked about before we try our best to promote black owned businesses and try to uh, get the knowledge and awareness of those businesses out there. And so um, that's just something that we're doing on Refresh Podcast where we're trying to give folks notoriety that may not be able to be getting that, that extra push. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I'm going to shout out a few of them here uh, and we'll just go from there. So first one I want to shout out is Roar Media Group. Uh, Roar Media Group is a is a digital marketing design company. And what it is that they do is is that they do digital marketing, they do storytelling, they do graphic design, okay. and they do consulting. And so you can reach them at Roar Media Group at roarmediagroup.com. 
and so that is a black owned business. They also uh, have a podcast that they do uh, weekly called the Speak Out Loud podcast. Uh, so check them out. You can check their website out. Like I said, roarmediagroup.com. Um, number two, I want to shout out is another um, another uh, um, uh, graphic design uh, company. It's called therkj.com. Uh, and so this also, too, is a creative it is a creative uh, marketing brand uh, company that actually um, allows people to uh, uh, it's all about what you make it. Each project we take on it strives to bring in infinite energy to production, one that sets the tone for business. Storytelling is such an important part of any design. So campaign and strategy session are available and so they collaborate with some of the most talented people in the industry and you can find that uh brand and that company on the rk t-h-e-r-k-j.com um another company is called root bacon root bacon is based out of atlanta and root bacon is a company in southern is, is a southern bakery and cafe that specializes in european style loaves and delicious pastries. We all mm. love them pastries. But you know I love sweets. <laughs> That's my weakness. And then lastly, I'm going to talk about Tags Boutique. Uh, Tags Boutique is owned by Real Housewives of Atlanta superstar uh, Candy Burris. Okay. Um, the swanky store sells fashion-forward clothing for the formal, for both formal and casual occasions. So um, that's what I got. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to keep it uh, on the home team in the hometown. Um, so... You're more than welcome to go on IG and check out Fifi's Divine Dishes, literally Fifi's Divine Dishes on IG, um, all um, no, all spelled out, no spaces. Um, you're more than welcome to hit her in the DMs, um, and you also can reach her at 678-886-8266. Uh, Fifi is a chef. When I tell you she do her thing, she does catering, she does large events, she does small settings, you name it, she can do it. So reach out to her. She's been catering now for, um, I want to say, 10 plus years. Mm. Um, man, I, I like I've seen her grow so much. And uh, it's just uh, the food is amazing, man. I'm telling you, like you won't be disappointed if you're trying to get something catered. Definitely reach out to her. She's located in the, um, in the metro Atlanta area. So, uh, like I said, you can find her on IG, Fifi's Divine Dishes, spelled out all, no spaces. Um, and that number, again, is 678-886-8266. Uh, next, I got uh, Indeed Realty. I'm not sure if you guys are in, a, in the market for a house. I know a lot of people doing their thing in the real estate industry right now. And... Uh, Depending on what you're looking for, it can be a buyer's market, but it could also be a seller's market too. It just depends on how you look at it. Um, uh, this the owner of Indeed Realty is Diane Drennan. She's been doing realty for 30, 35 years, I think it is, mm. or, or more. Okay. Um, man, she's not your typical real estate agent. Like she's not about. Uh, just trying to um, make some money off you, you know, selling you whatever type of property that you're trying to, that you're looking for, whether it be commercial, whatever. Um, she's more so about 
the relationship and making sure you get what you want and get what you need. Um, you tell her what's out of town. You know, you tell her what you're looking for, what your budget is. She's going she gonna to let you know where all your options are. She's going to let you know, I mean, if you qualify for any programs, like whatever is um, going to save you some money, she do, she's going to definitely point you in the right direction. And you're more than welcome to reach out to her. Her number is 404-713-0216. And again, that's Diane Drennan with ND Realty. Uh, next, uh, man, this this is... Uh, this is a this is a new a fairly new business, but I see this young man going so far uh, because he's doing something that he loves, and he kept it in the hometown. Uh, it's a gentleman by the name of um, I, I know him as Mook. You know what I'm saying? It's my boy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but um, you can uh, reach out to him. Uh, Game time gaming. He's located at 1440 Mount Zion Road, and that's in Morrow, Georgia. Uh, the phone number there is 470-844-9649, Game Time Gaming. So if you're a gamer and you want to get your game on, you go over there, check them out. You got the chairs. I'm talking about they plush with the leather, you know what I'm saying, with the surround sound in the head in the headrest. Um, it's a, it's a unique experience, man. Um, he hosts parties there, private events, you name it, reach out to him and, um, tell him your boy C sent you, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, ask for Mook. Uh, this last one is, uh, it's, it's new news, um, especially for me and, and for the city as well. Cause I did, I did not know that this was going on over there at South DeKalb Mall, but, uh, Local hometown hero Ryan Cameron has opened a Doughboy Pizza uh, franchise. So, um, man, you definitely got to go check him out, man. South DeKalb Mall, if you're in the A, you already know where that's at. Pull up on him and go check him out, man. See what it's hitting like because we definitely making plans to do that. So For sure. You already know. Black on black on black. Well, this is another installment of Refresh Podcast. Hell, you talking about? I got it right. Fuck you, see. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you niggas have been refreshed. refreshed.